From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Marketing Matters on Business Radio. Spotlight. Come here, let me look at you. Spotlight, I want to keep digging. Hello and welcome. You are listening to Marketing Matters here on Business Radio, Sirius XM 132. I'm Barbara Kahn, the Patty and J.H. Baker Professor of Marketing, and I'm joined my co- by my co-host, Americus Reed, the Whitney M. Young Jr. Professor of Marketing and the Brand Identity Theorist. I'm really happy to welcome Annie Reardon, who's the co-founder and co-CEO of Ludo, which is the Next Generation Loyalty Program. Hello, Annie. Hi. How are you? So you just recently rebranded to the name Ludo. Is that what happened? And you're like, we're something else before, and now you're Ludo, but you've always been a loyalty program kind of place. Is that correct? Yeah. Ludo means play in Latin, so it really shows that we're a plug-and-play solution, no code, easy to use. We were Glow Labs, and we have moved away from that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, just moving you know, very consumer focused and um, we want it to be more inviting. Okay. So you're the founder of this global, this Ludo and the Glow and all this other stuff. So tell us like, what, why did you find it? I mean, like, how did it start? What, what was your insight? How did, before you rebranded, what, what were you originally mm-hmm. and what was your proposition and why did you do this? Why did you found this company? Yeah. So I started as a software engineer at JP Morgan. I was looking at big data software and customer spending habits. And at the same time, I launched a beauty booking app in New York City. And I saw how expensive it was to get customers and how hard it was to keep those expensive customers. Mm. So that was kind of my first foray into marketing at the same time. Wait, let me just get this straight. Yeah, you're a, yeah. you're in technology at JP Morgan. Is that what you said? Is that the, and then you yes. did a beauty. How many people were? I was tech? a software engineer. Yeah, yeah how many software, software engineers did you know that started a beauty app? You know, like yeah, that. I, seems I know like, one yeah, as of right now. <laughs> that seems like an, a, a funny combination of yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Was, yeah. We had thousands of downloads. We had hundreds of salons on in New York City. Nice. Wow. And we just wanted we wanted to be a B two B software. We saw loyalty rewards as an empty space to oh, interesting. build. Interesting. That it's really been transactional mm. um, and not really uh, based on the current customer landscape and how they're interacting. Wait. So with. when did when when did so. Give me years. Like when? <laughs> what were you talking about when you were at J.P. Morgan? What years were that? Was that when? That started? was 2016 to 2020. So I coded for four years. Gotcha. And, then, and I met my business partner there. Mm, got and it. And she leads technology for the organization, and I've moved on to lead sales and marketing. Gotcha. Um, and the whole creative vision behind. Ludo. Okay, so then you quit that job, I take it, or are you still, uh, you're not, you quit it, right? I, yeah, no, I quit. I quit in 2020. <laughs> oh, we raised a round. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> We've raised five, five million. We've scaled our team, nice. onboarded, you know, a lot of businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the trajectory. And then we, we started, um, Ludo, we saw loyalty rewards was this pain point. We could get way more data um, and have more um, better, you know, gamification and a better loyalty offering than what was there. Um, so we kind of 
went in that direction. We happen to be on the blockchain. Mm. So that just oh, allows uh, us to so have We got a blockchain expert data. here. Blockchain expert. Uh, Beautiful. She's a software engineer. You're going to yeah. unravel yeah. all of this for us. Nice. Okay. So we get the idea of loyalty programs. We know that. We know customer mm-hmm. lifetime value. We get uh, retention and all of that. And that's what you're arguing is what you're trying to build. And then when you pivot with your name change to Ludo, mm-hmm. you're really going to build on this blockchain idea. I think that's what I'm hearing you say. And this web 3.0 maybe or well no so we moved away from that we oh, saw that away in our that. sales pitches that web 3 was not mm. oh. landing that we you know we just happened to be on the next iteration of the internet use that infrastructure but we wanted to move away from dark colors um we wanted it to be brighter more of a welcoming brand um, that kind of re- reflected our values of transparency, playfulness, and mm. professionalism. Mm-hmm. But wait, what does that have? What do dark colors have to do with Web three and blockchain? A lot of a lot of blockchain companies, I would say Coinbase, MoonPay, all of them, they had very dark branding, mm. and that you know brands don't want dark colors. They want information. They want to be building on an innovative software. They want facts. They want to educate themselves. Um, so we just moved away from that. Got it. But when you're built on blockchain, isn't part of what's interesting about that is that it changes the nature of the data. Like can, customers can own their own data and that changes the equation yes. somewhat. So that hasn't to do yeah. with colors. That's to do with blockchain. So can you explain some of that? Yeah. So right now, as you guys know, we're operating in a cookie-less world. We're getting less data. Paid marketing is not landing. Mm. When it happens to be on the blockchain and when customers opt in to share their first-party data, mm-hmm. as well as their social handles and things like that, that can be housed on the blockchain. Mm. And we can capture those data points to have more granular customer profiles mm-hmm. online and as well as offline. So it's really kind of capturing, you know, on average... Uh, customers are interacting across four different channels of a brand, and that's not being tracked nor rewarded. So we capture all of those those data points and create a holistic loyalty reward score so you can know the value of each customer to your oh, brand wow. and better yeah. target prospective and existing customers. So this is a solution as we move into the cookie-less world. Is that what you're saying? So Yes. Wow. Yes. That's pretty cool. To reduce CAC. And to be able to drive, you know, more sales, we really focus on advocacy. So how do you turn your passive customers into advocates of your brand Mm. um, through engagement? So referrals, reviews, doing all these actions and architecting these a reward system that drives like many influencers of your brand Mm. so that you can have low CAC opportunities. And so does any of this involve NFTs at all? Is there NFTs? <laughs> no. No NFTs. So no, no NFTs. No no FTX, no no crypto trading. We just house the data on the blockchain. Okay, so all of that kind of marketing isn't involved. So then how do you drive yeah. referrals and things? What what is it that you do to do that? Yeah, so we drive user generated what we're currently integrated with is Clavio. Instagram, soon to be TikTok. Mm. Um, we do referrals, reviews. We're integrated with Shopify, Cord, all these different channels, mm-hmm. and we bring them together. Also, segment as well. Um, so we that's kind of and we incentivize re- reviews, referrals, all these kind of advocacy points. You incentivize. How do you do that with product, money? What what's the 
So if you complete all these little challenges, um, there's a portal, then you get a certain amount of points and your digital card, loyalty card upgrades or downgrades oh, I see. Yeah. based on your interaction with the brand. So that's kind of a gamification approach. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So mm-hmm. advocacy, getting more data and gamification are our three pillars. Mm. Uh, so can you tell us, just because I might do a lecture on this one day, <laughs> kind of like <laughs> what some of the key ideas are behind gamification? Like I know you're saying like yeah. this rewards, you know, that kind of, but it's not like a normal mm. loyalty reward program. It's different, right? Yeah. It's been stuck in web one. Loyalty has been stuck in Web 1. We're bringing it just to Web 3 um, and just the next iteration of the internet to have better results. Um, so remind me your question again. So like what are some of the principles of getting people to engage? Like, for example, Web 1 would be buy 10 cups of coffee, you get yeah. your 11th one three. You know, Coupon, and that's yeah. somewhat – yeah, that's somewhat – works but but it's not as mm-hmm. effective as some of the newest approaches that you're talking about in this world of gaming so and i know there's some principles about that like maybe delayed rewards or um mm-hmm. streaks or i'm just uh, saying words yeah. i've yeah. heard yeah. that yeah, i'm no, hoping no, no. you're yeah. gonna yeah, jump yeah. on and yeah. talk about yeah. yeah so we do do streaks we do time sensitive rewards so we're doing time sensitive rewards around black friday um we really don't want the loyalty re- rewards program to be set it and forget it we want to make it as sticky as possible mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we want them to be coming in so they authenticate once it's a separate page on a brand site they authenticate once and they can automatically keep coming into the page so and we drive it and we have our sign up at point of sale so you know we're really driving that high um that high sign up and then the gamification is just all these points challenges and mm. rewards isn't based on points anymore it's Exclusive access. It's co-creating a product. Right. It's gated content. It's really oh, this VIP experience, and mm-hmm. how do you make the most out of your VIP community? So you're talking about co-creation. So what? And I know that's another big idea. So this idea, yeah, it's big. Yeah. So can you give us an, a concrete example of how you do that co-creation? So co-creation is really big with Gen Z beauty brands. Mm, I would say, gotcha. um, mm-hmm. you know, think of all the TikTok brands, beauty brands that are going viral right now. Co-creation is massive. Um, so that's something that, I, you know, all the top 15 beauty brands on TikTok are doing right now. Um, and it's just bringing your customer deeper into the folds and making them a part of the process, part of the creation they helped you go viral on TikTok. They're going to dictate who, what your 2024 products are wow. um, and build it alongside you. So you mean literal co-creation. They're going to dictate. Literally what... co-creation. Yeah. And those surveys, you can capture more data. So brands are just thinking, how can I get more data? How can I just capture like TikTok? You're getting so such a wide net of customers. And how can you capture that data? Same with Black Friday. It's a huge opportunity for these brands to capture their top of funnel. Who could they potentially reach in the next year? Mm. How do they get all these data points so that they can target them, you know, 365 days a year, not just this one capstone moment? So this idea is a great idea. And obviously in marketing, we've been teaching it for a long time. Like, you know, like you Mm. said, the lifetime value, the idea of collecting data. But the uh, Mm. privacy issues had been a huge problem with these cookies. Mm -hmm. So now... 
is, does this your solution like just totally get rid of the privacy issues because it's on the blockchain? Is that what happens or? Yeah, yeah, it does. They opt in. So users own their data. They say, yes, this is mine. I'm opting into it. Um, but once they opt in, they're authenticated in and then we can we track each customer touch point. And the reason they stay is because you're rewarding them. And so it's lucrative for them to be part of this environment. They get to co-create. So they get to get the products mm-hmm. they want. Mm-hmm. And they also get points and probably some price discounts and some things. And like you said, gated community. So you're continually mm-hmm. having to. Because they own their own data in that sense, you're continually having to incent them and want them to be part of this community. But that has an Mm -hmm. advantage both ways because the more invested they are, clearly the more maybe word of mouth they spread, the more products that they suggest that are the right products to suggest. It gives you – it's actually kind of a win-win world. Do you think that's fair? I think – yeah. Yeah, we're getting – we're bringing them deeper into the fold. Brands don't just want brand engagement. They want sales in this market. They want sales. Mm. Brand engagement, influencers, if it's not having an ROI and not moving the needle, they Mm. don't care about it. Mm. So um, advocacy and reducing their CAC, less paid marketing, these are the things – how to create a cohesive omni-channel experience. Like those are the three things I hear all the time. Um. So the advocacy point is benefiting both sides. They're getting right. more data, creating better experiences, and then the customers are getting exclusive access. They feel feel like a VIP. They're being more loyal. So are you mostly working with beauty brands now? Is that can you tell us some of the brands you're working with, or is that <laughs> secret? No, so I'm no, no, no. I'm working with any. No, it's it's funny because some of them aren't the sexiest things. <laughs> um, so I'm working with repeat. Anything that's repeat purchases, so that's tampons, that's oh, toilet paper, <laughs> that's condoms, that wow. beauty that's brand. pretty sexy. <laughs> well. Yeah, well, I guess some of them are sexy. Uh, yeah. But, uh, so yeah. so <laughs> that's, what, that's who we're working with right now. Very wow, cool. that's very interesting. And so um, <laughs> are, you said, what are the, uh, the, you know, you said you were working with social media campaigns. So are you working with TikTok and things like that now? Or you were about to, I, I didn't catch what you said. About we're about TikTok. to, we're capturing data. We're capturing like our, our, the brands we're working with are, the, you know, the top 15 on TikTok. Um, and then in the next month, we're going to be integrated with TikTok. We're really bullish on TikTok shops. We've seen great numbers. Elf just did 6% better um, online sales nice. last month. Because of their TikTok shops. Wow. And and that's pretty new, having the shops on TikTok in the U.S.? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I would say past six months. And they've really taken off in the past two months. And is it mostly a young audience or is it across all demographics? I would say it's younger. I, I think also why these brands that we're working with, they have a more digitally native audience. So, you know, trying these innovative solutions might be more natural for them. Um, so that might be why they're our client base as well. Interesting. So what do you see for the future? What yeah. What's like this, this whole idea is pretty right now. I mean, this super is innovative. this is pretty <laughs> super, super yeah, innovative. Pretty yeah. good. Yep. But what do you see as your next move? Like you're going to build into TikTok, as you said, and the shops on TikTok. Mm-hmm. That's one of them. Can you tell us something else that you're seeing? For the future that we, because we want to be in the know. (laughs) (laughs) I think, well, so I just got back from LA uh, last week and I got to be honest, like TikTok shops 
every single beauty brand said, how can you make me go viral on TikTok shop? Viral on TikTok. How <laughs> gotcha. can you make me go viral on TikTok shops? Mm-hmm. How can I product launch there for 2024? I would say that's number one. Gotcha. Like that's that's the hottest thing right now. Okay, well, that Very that's a pretty cool. clean answer to that. That's well, funny. Annie, thank you so much for joining us today. And now that you've gotten everybody all excited, where can our listeners go to follow you and to find out exactly what you're doing and how to get in touch? Um, our Instagram is Ludo Loyalty, and that's pretty much across the board for all our channels. And then I'm Annie Reardon, and it's um, pretty easy to find me on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. The Ludo, I like that name. Thank you very much. Very nice. Thank you. That's all we have time for today, and we'd like to thank our producers, Dion Simpkins and Dana Cash. We're here every Wednesday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and we replay our show several times throughout the week. You can follow us on Twitter at SXM Marketing, and you can follow Business Radio on SXM Business for information about all our programming. And you can also look us up at Knowledge at Wharton, where we show all our podcasts from Wharton, and we're the Wharton Marketing Matters, the best of all of the ones that are listed there. That sounds like a shots fired, ladies (laughs) and gentlemen. Come on now. I love it. (laughs) Thank you all for listening today. We'll be back next week. Till then, this has been Marketing Matters. I'm Barbara Kahn, here with America's Read, Business Radio, Sirius XM 132. 